The national champion Georgia Bulldogs kick off tomorrow, but we can't wait to talk about it, so let's start the weekend now with University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, and live from the award-winning Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. Just give us a call, and let's talk all things dogs. Now, here are your hosts, David Johnston and Dax Langley. All right, it is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. David Johnston and Dax Langley along with you and a good Friday night here for University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Dave and Dax along with you until 8 o'clock on one of the three stations. we got basketball tonight, so if you're listening to 960 The Rep, we will cut away at 635 for the basketball game. And then for the Lady Dogs on WXKT 1037 Chuck FM, we will be peeling out at 7.15 as they have a 7.30 tip-off. But on 106.1 WNGC, we'll be with you here for the full two hours at 800-849-1061. Dax, great to see you. Had a lot of stuff going on too, last weekend. And um, I think 33 men made it through and are doing much better now than they were this time last week, so that's always a good thing to see our buddy Ryan Skates just walk by. It was great to see him. But what what a performance by the Dawgs. I thought that was a great win over a very good Missouri team. Yeah, they were cer- they were certainly tested. And um, if you look at the numbers, there it was such a – I mean, if you really di- dive deep into the numbers, I mean, you had almost the same total yards. Uh, Georgia had 254 in the air to 212 for Mizzou. Rushing yards were pretty close. Actually, Missouri was 151 to our 131. Yards per play were very tight. First downs were even at 21. Third down efficiency was we were 6 of 13. They were 5 of 13. So we were really tested. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about the leadership program and the leadership committee that Kirby puts in the hands of the players. And, you know, that leadership committee has really had to to do some talking in the locker rooms for a few games here. So, what in, in a nutshell, you mentioned that leadership committee. What is it that that kind of is? Well, that just it's, it's like Kirby has said in the past. You know, they listen to you know you listen to your guess your, your upperclassmen, your players, your and your upperclassmen. Sometimes more than you listen to your coach. Yeah, you know you're with them every day on the field. You know, certain. I mean, there's a lot of alpha dogs on this team, but you know, when it comes to you know motivating internally, you know, that's also that that's not only done by Kirby and the staff, but it's also done by the players to players. Well, the uh, dogs certainly had a uh, a great test from Missouri last week, and one of the uh, the plays that we'll remember for a long time the big interception by Nazir Stackhouse and then yeah, he, obviously uh, the the field goal by the freshman Peyton Woodring who has just really come on and and he's beat been, it every he's bit been of. very good uh, of late and i think he'll continue to 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 do that i was i was i was hoping that Stackhouse could get to the end zone <laughs> Scott it's Howard probably, 
Scott Howard was pushing him pretty hard on the radio. Maybe in a weird way, it's a good thing he didn't, since that would have been called back. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you don't want to upset a big guy like that. (laughs) We'll talk more about Nazir Stackhouse. We'll talk about Peyton Woodring. All these Bulldogs that had this big, big game last week. I'd like to uh, send a shout out to my friend Travis Johnson who's probably traveling from Columbia back home to Charleston. He's in medical cells. He's listening to us on the app. Awesome. We appreciate that, Travis. We do appreciate it. Now, when you say Columbia, you mean South Carolina South or Carolina. Missouri? Not Missouri. Yeah, no. Columbia. <laughs> either Savannah, Columbia. He covers uh, you know that, that area in well, medical good. device cells. So. Good to have all these Bulldogs around, and thank you very much. All right, Dax. We'll take a break. 800-849-1061. That's the phone number on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. The Bulldogs getting set for another big test tomorrow with Ole Miss rolling into town. Georgia ranked number two. Ole Miss at number nine. So a big matchup coming up tomorrow. But we'll take this first time out here as you listen to University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. How did the Bulldogs do in their last game? Let's review with the last game look back. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light, Dave and Dax along with you, and uh, we do appreciate you joining us. The uh, the uh, the knobs, I think, are in good shape right now. I think we're good. I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking in code to, to Brittany, so I think we're good to go. So thanks, everybody. We did a little bit of the last game look back a moment ago, so we will jump back to that in just a second. But we do want to jump to the phones, 800-849-1061 on the University Automotive fan lines and our man david and grayson is checking in with us david you've been batting lead off all year and it's worked well so glad to have you back and welcome to the show well i I want to tell you guys thank you for taking my call tonight and i just want to throw out a shout out and uh, uh this is a special weekend not only for our heroes uh between the hedges but there's also some other heroes out there guys that i would like to lift up and recognize just real quick um if i uh would first would like to lift up my some of my favorite heroes is is one of them is my dad jh lowry for his service in world war ii he was an air force pilot and he he was he flew the b-26 marauder and the a-26 invader and survived over 25 war missions so proud of you dad i love you my my uncle Jack flew the B-25 and was shot down in the Pacific and was awarded the Flying Cross in 1942. My brother Jack Lowry worked on planes at, at station at Dobbins Air Force Base. God bless your brother. And he worked on those planes. And then my father-in-law, Paul J. Snezak, was in the Air Force and worked on bomber planes as well. God bless all the men and women making this ultimate sacrifice of their life for our freedom and i just wanted to throw that out god bless y'all i appreciate you let me throw that out and lifting all those up and all 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 those men and women that have served and are serving um dave real quick 
Uh, what do you see, Ole Miss? I'm going to go real slow so you can listen to my question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, David. Uh, um, all right. Uh, God bless your family for uh, for uh, your uh, your relatives, your in laws, and everybody else. Thank you for uh, letting us know all about that. These these heroes deserve all the accolades. So thank you for bringing that to our light. Well, thank you for the opportunity to do that, um, and I'm just so proud and blessed. And um, you guys are the best. Um, real quick on the offense with uh, Jackson Art. Uh, Art, what do you think stands out that will give us some challenges? And then Dak, offensively, how how do we match up? Uh, what can we expose on on the Ole Miss's defense? What have you seen that you can throw out and help us out? And then lastly, here it is, guys, 1981 and Oxford, Mississippi. You know what? The first, We were in Oxford, Mississippi in 1981, and the old Rebels scored set with 7 to nothing. Georgia comes flying down the field, and then we get inside the five-yard line. Blue takes the handoff, gives it to Hersley, jumps up, and he gets knocked by a bunch of blue shirts, and he lands on his feet, and he scampers in there and scores. Herschel Walker got hit as he was flying in the air like Superman landed on his feet, and he scampered in the touchdown and scored. It's 9-7 to seven now in Oxford. We're going to catch the extra point, and it's good. Georgia leads 10-7, to seven, and guys, we wound up winning that game 37-7. to seven. God bless America. Go dogs! and uh, thank you for taking my call, guys. All right, David, thank you very much, my man. We appreciate that. Always love the Munson. And, uh, again, thank you for uh, your your family for uh, for their service. And you were uh, talking about a bunch of uh, fine gentlemen from the greatest generation. Now, I'll say this, uh, Dax, you can jump in. David was asking about uh, Jackson Dart, yeah. the, the quarterback for Ole Miss, was with uh, Southern Cal now. Yeah, there's a lot of – so, a lot of yeah. guys that have been in Southern Cal. Oh, Cow. yeah. There's a lot, all, a lot all, of portal guys. They've all come south. Yes, indeed. But uh, we're going to be seeing another veteran quarterback again tomorrow. Right. You know, I made some notes here. You know, can Jackson Dart play a complete game? Can he get the offensive line to give him time to make the pla- to make the progressions and, and get get their passing game going? Um, he's, he's probably the most dangerous mobile threat that we've seen. You know, Peyton Thorne and, and the other guy at Auburn did did have some yards yeah. on us and got on the edge. I, I think offensively for for Ole Miss, you know, they're gonna they're gonna show a lot of motion. They're gonna show a lot of trickiness. Um, not ma- not necessarily trick plays, but you know, they're gonna they're gonna use that jet motion and some other some other plays, some other looks to kind of get our defense off balance and try to get that edge. We've not been able to really set that edge as much this year, and we certainly don't want Quinshawn uh, Judkins to get downhill quick like he likes to do. So there's a, you know, there's a, again, we, we talk about the line of scrimmage every week. Um, this one's going to be, you know, their, their offensive line has struggled. Our defensive line has been fine. Um, they've got a lot – their their defense has got 31 sacks. So, you know, if we can establish the run, um, and I say that every week, if we can get Dejon Edwards going, then uh, that will open up some passing game and kind of to a suspect secondary with Ole Miss. 
They are a plus eight in the turnover category. They Georgia's are. a plus two, so that tells you something right there as well. Right. They're 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 opportunistic, as people like to say. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm not sure they've seen a quarterback like uh, like Beck yet. And I think Beck's poise and composure has been. Uh, we now know that that's what he's going to be like. We've talked about it so much. You know, can he be sharp? And, and, and by everything we've seen, yes, he can. You know, but Ole Miss is going to do whatever they can do to get him off balance and, you know, maybe try to get him off his platform as quick as possible. Well, it would be another big challenge for the dogs. There's no question about that. And uh, as Dax was mentioning in the first segment, just some of the numbers here before we go to the break. And it's certainly interesting. Both teams average about the same offensively, right around 38, 39 points per game. But Georgia defensively is limiting its opponents to about eight points less per game. So the difference there, too. And uh, just things to think about. Got to take care of the ball. Got to tackle. You know, the usual stuff. Sure. That's what we got to see tomorrow night for a victory. We do. And we need to – just focus on, you know, as Kirby says, you know, each player focusing on their job, and and that's and that's that's it, and you know, executing and and uh, obviously wrapping up and, and making some hits and setting the tone early will uh, will certainly get us off to a good start. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. We will take a timeout, but we'll jump back to the phone lines on the other side. The dogs and Ole Miss coming up tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a weekend roundup brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley along with you. I don't know why I said Langley like that. I don't Langley. Know what, whatever, whatever that was, I've... I, uh, I don't know what, what happened there. I'm just excited. We got extraordinary. That's right. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. got a big football game tomorrow night. By the way, congrats going out to the Georgia soccer team. They beat Liberty 2-1 to one earlier this afternoon at the NCAA first round uh, here in Athens. So congratulations to the uh, SEC tournament champion soccer dogs who now move on to the next round of the NCAA tournament. Georgia basketball will be tipping off in about 35 minutes as they take on Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest. Big game going on at the Steg. So, a lot of stuff going on here in Athens. Is this a part of the some kind of SEC, ACC matchup? No, it's just a just, just a, a scheduled, a scheduled game. game. We played them in Winston Salem last year, so this is the return okay. yeah. return for that. There is an opponent in that AC. I'm trying to think who it is, but I'll think of it here in a second. Georgia plays four ACC teams this year, so there's Miami Wake. Tech, and I'm leaving we, we out. We play Miami? Down in the Bahamas. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Even, even not even, uh, even in Miami. We'll, uh, we'll figure that out. We will also jump back to the phones on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. 800-849-1061. The great Carl in Dawson, Georgia. Terrell County representing 
Carl, welcome to the show. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, guys. I hope y'all are too. Yes, sir. What's up, Carl? Before I get to, hey, Dad, how you doing, man? Yes, sir. Doing good. Uh, I got three things before I get to the game tomorrow, if y'all don't mind. Go uh, for it. Paul Feinbaum may have Laura Rutledge, but Dave and Logan have Hannah Banana. She is the bomb. <laughs> That's right. Our girl Shanna Banana left us a great, uh, great Georgia poem this morning. Yes, it was good. And my next one is uh, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. They are like the biggest herd in the punch bowl to me. <laughs> um, and I want to say something about Lane Kiffin. He yes, may sir. Be offensive, he may be an offensive genius, but he acts like a putz. <laughs> um, I hear that uh, Ole Miss is second in explosive plays. What I want to know from you guys is, have they matched up with a secondary as good as ours? Go dogs. All right, Carl. Thank you much, my man. Great to hear from you. We do appreciate that. And, uh, I mean, I can just rattle off some stats for you, Dax. I mean, that's one of those things Carl's asking about. And it sounds like when you look at what an Ole Miss wants to do compared to what Missouri want to do, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. And is there a Luther burden on this Ole Miss team? Maybe not, but they still have – some terrific receivers. Well, they've got they've got three. They're, they're the only team in the country with three 600 yard receivers. Yes. Ole Miss is, has 65 plays of 20 yards, 20 plus yards or more. That what that uh, Carl was referring to. Yeah. You know they're gonna they're, you know they're gonna pull out all the stops. They've got they've got some wrinkles that they probably haven't shown. I mean, you know, I'm a little more interested on uh, you know on how Pete Golding plays defense you know Golding's the from the Saban kind of smart tree if you want to if you want to call it that um you know he's familiar with with what we've been doing on offense but you know defensively our secondary has shown that they can play the pass I'm not I'm not as worried about that as I am you know some of the motions and some of the 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 I don't know what the window dressing that they like to show, you know, and they've got some things off that motion, you know, and and, and Jackson Dart's great at RPOs. He's got great. He's great on his legs, with his legs. He's got like you know 350 yards rushing this year. Um, you know, he's got seven touchdowns rushing. So there's 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 going to be some, you know, some similarities to last week. Cook had a decent game running the football. But I think I think our secondary's, um, you know, elite enough to to figure out things, and I think the coaches will get them in the right spots, and they'll execute like they should. Well, you mentioned the uh, the receivers there for Ole Miss, and I guess the first one that I think of is uh, the the receiver Trey Harris, who already has 749 yards, and he's averaging almost 20 yards per catch. He's also caught seven touchdown passes. 
another receiver, Jordan Watkins, who is having a phenomenal season, and also Dayton Wade, who has over 600 yards, Dax mentioning. And you're talking 19.7, 14.3, and 15.1 for these receivers that have given Jackson Dart some big, big targets. And uh, when you throw in the almost 800 yards by Judkins and even their backup running back, Ulysses Bentley, has um, almost 400 yards and averaging close to six yards per carry. They're yeah. pretty dynamic. I mean, they are. I mean, they, they you know, their one loss is, is to, to Alabama. Where they only scored 10 points. Right. So I'm not sure they had that many explosive plays in yeah. that game. But, but throughout the season, they have had, certainly had their share of explosive plays. You know, we're going to, you know, we've we've been in that film room and um, our coaches have been preparing and then taking that to the practice field and and, and helping, you know, helping the players execute. Um, you know, the, Jun- the Junkins kid likes to get downhill quick. They like to get outside on the edge a little bit. We have struggled a little bit on, on edge running. So we're just going to have to adapt to, to what they play and just, you know, keep swinging. Now, um, now, by the way, statistics are always something to look at, and you can always come up with something maybe that's the other side of that for Trey Harris. Remember, they scored 73 points in their first game against Mercer, and Harris had four touchdown catches in that game alone. So, you know, you kind of yeah. take some things out. It's a little bit different. But they all, all the games count. I understand that. And everybody we, plays. We scored, we scored 70 on somebody last year. To- Who did? Let's see. I know it was 51 this year against Kentucky, which uh, was certainly, certainly uh, obviously a, a, a big day, the biggest one George has had. Dax, before we break, let me go ahead and um, let everybody know that when we come back on the other side, we will be with you on 1061 WNGC and 1037 Chuck FM. On the other side of this break, if you're listening to 960 The Ref, we are going to Georgia basketball. The Bulldogs are getting set to take on Wake Forest, and that'll be a 7 o'clock start or tip-off and a 635 airtime. So we'll be breaking here in about 15 seconds. If you want to stay on with the football talk, find 1061 WNGC 1037 Chuck FM. Be on the FM dial. Georgia basketball on 960 The Ref. This is University Turn Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What play made you stand up and cheer? Let's get a recap of the coolest play of the week. Brought to you by Green Tree Metal Roots with the cool chemistry Axo Noble paint system. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night, presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you. And uh, play of the game last week. So Stephen likes to play a uh, little game with us where he doesn't tell us what the what he's chosen <laughs> for play of the game. I think you and I can get this one, though, from last week. What do you think, Dax? Yeah, I think uh, it has something to do with the house. <laughs> yes, the big man. We called it the thick pick, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is what it sounded like courtesy of Scott Howard. First and ten, Tigers at midfield. Play fake Cook, sets up deep in the pocket, dumps it over. We intercepted a big lineman. Stackhouse, Stackhouse, go near sideline. 15, 10, 5, 
Oh, they trip him up at the five. Stackhouse almost went to the house. So there's the call and our play of the game. It's always, Stackhouse. it's always fun to see big men make oh make, yeah make athletic plays and turn and go for the end zone. Being one myself, I love it. Whether it's the the <laughs> thick pick, the thick six, whatever you want to call it, that's great stuff. And for Nazir too, I mean, he's like, I've never had an interception. Yeah, it's never yeah. Like, like never. So to get his hands I mean, on the just, football and you, man, you know, if you keep your head up and and uh, keep your eyes open, you know. And and we've you know we've we've got so much talent at that at that defensive line and have, and have and have had so much talent that you know it's just the next man up and and it always seems like at some point during the year something like that happens. I love it, and it's a play. Even though he didn't score, it's still going to be a play that Georgia fans remember for years and years. In fact, twenty or thirty years from now. Fans will remember it as a uh, as a thick six. Oh yeah, yeah that play where Stackhouse yeah, scored yeah. and the dogs beat Missouri. Right. So yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. It's like the, it's like a fish story. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's also say this too. Freshman Peyton Woodring goes out and kicks a forty eight yard field goal with the dogs up twenty seven twenty one. If he doesn't make that, then Missouri gets the ball. And a, and a touchdown, an extra point wins the game. Right. But that made it a nine-point game, a two-possession game, and that was jimongous what yeah. the freshman did. We're starting to see what his range could be. I think I think you could probably put him at 54 yards, 55 yards. Yeah. He's no uh, Dax Langley. Well, <laughs> he's the top kicker coming out of the state of Louisiana last year, and, and we're lucky to have him. Yes, indeed. And uh, hopefully, you know, He's the type of kid that can, you know, reset some scoring records and and uh, kick a lot of field goals while he's here. Well, the young man, and he got off to a, a little bit of a shaky start the first uh, first couple of games. And I know some folks were certainly worried, but I'll I'll let you hear this. He is now 17 of 20 kicking field goals. He is uh, 12 for 12 from 30 to 39. And three of four from 40 to 49. He missed a couple from 20 to 29 yeah. early on. Just may have been nerves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you come in as a true freshman to to, to kick or punt. I, you know, I, I I was fortunate enough to do that. And there's always nerves when you get thrown out there in, in front of 100,000. You know, but a lot of times adrenaline takes over, and sometimes that adrenaline uh, can go against you. But you know he's got the he's got the leg. He's got he's gonna build on this consistency. Um, I think in in, year, in the in the next several years he'll have to kick at least. You know you you feel like these kickers that come in early and play early, you know, have to make some game winning yeah. kicks at some point in their career. You know we haven't had to see that yet, but it's coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you can say what you want about that kick. That was uh, – it may not have been a kick to tie the game or yeah. to, to give the lead, but that was still a pressure kick because Woodring knew what that meant, that yeah. it was going to give Georgia a nine-point lead. Absolutely. Yeah. And so then he, and he, Kirby's, he drilled it. Kirby's kept confidence and kept his confidence up, and, you know, you don't want to jerk somebody out just because they miss a couple. Um, but special teams is vitally important. Oh, absolutely. You know, we've we've – 
We've been covering good. We've been, you know, Zirkel's been kicking it out of the end zone most of the time, kicking it where they don't want to return it. Um, punting game's been great. The coverages has been good. Kickoff coverage and return have been good. I'd like to see Malachi uh, break one for good. And uh, just you know. it, it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I I really think so. And maybe maybe tomorrow night is one of those nights where something like that does happen. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Somebody you might know here, uh, Dax, he just gave a shout-out to not too long ago. Travis calling us from the Palmetto State down in Charleston. Travis, thanks for joining us here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. How are you, Travis? I'm doing great. Uh, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Yes, we can. We got you, big I'm boy. I'm down here in enemy territory. Uh, I'm <laughs> Luckily, with uh, Clemson and South Carolina's lows, pretty quiet, so good time to be a bulldog in charleston absolutely um, but anyway I'm, I'm really enjoying your show of uh first time listener um and i just if i if i can i want to give you a little little story on dax if i can make it quick let's do it though no, yeah. you got you got all kinds of time travis keep well, it I'll, keep it I'll, first of all i'll tell our fans they really need to enjoy the streak we're on because uh if, if anybody has a good memory when myself and Dax were a part of the Georgia football program in the 90s, they, those are the real fans that are still Bulldogs now. So uh, part of that is quickly to my story. For some reason, Dax, as a kicker, when we went through calisthenics, he got paired with me to uh, stretch me out. And I was <laughs> a little chunky back then. I was probably 297 to be exact. Yeah, and, it was uh, hard lifting those Dax, legs to stretch them hamstrings. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he'd be down there stretching hamstrings, and he would ask me, "What's today going to be like?" And I, I don't know, and I don't know how we got on this, but uh, it was when the varsity was in Athens. We started describing our misery related to uh, a slaw dog, and so <laughs> we would we would describe practice and some of our teammates in a way of uh, referencing. Different types of varsity hot dogs. So different different types of slaw. This is a hot slaw day. It's a cold slaw day. <laughs> That's uh, great. Slaw with onions and some chili. Yeah, I don't know how uh, I got paired with a, a 300 pound lineman to do calisthenics, but <laughs> I think I, I think I may have chose that on my own. Yeah. So uh, you know, us kickers don't get to see us kickers don't get to see that mo- the, the other players much. <laughs> That's right. Y'all are off doing yeah, your own thing, right? right. Well, but, Travis. Uh, but anyway, what? I was going to say we need to give a shout out to, uh, of course, Coach Smart. Uh, there's not many slow dogs on the roster anymore. I can tell you that there was quite a few <laughs> in our day. Uh, I think Coach Smart's gotten rid of slow dogs, so. Uh, it's been fun to watch. And I will say this. So let's give you all something to talk about. Do y'all, I, I will say the one thing that I see with Georgia now is it's a ref, true reflection of Kirby's competitiveness. Um, just across every aspect of the program, it's pretty fascinating to watch. It's like watching a fight. You know you're going to win. You don't know how. But... Obviously, the last three years has been pretty amazing. And uh, just the level of competitiveness a football player he's brought in is just unbelievable to me as a fan now to watch. And uh, it's just pretty cool to see a 
you know, homegrown guy doing it the right way and, and, and producing. Amazing. Well, Travis, great stuff, my man. We appreciate Thanks, you Travis. checking in, and I know, Be safe. and I know Dax loves the the, the trip down memory lane, and uh, we do appreciate you, Dax. We got to jump to a break real fast. We'll uh, get back on it on the other side. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Travis, be safe down there in Charleston with all those Gamecocks and Tigers rolling around. Back after this on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light Live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What do the Bulldogs think of tomorrow's game? Let's find out with a view from the top. Brought to you by the award-winning Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. All right, University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley here at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. Don't forget the Spring Hill Suites. And it's not just for football season. Our men doing the duty, coming That's by it. and making sure we get the fist bump. The uh, graduation season, the summer, anytime you got to come into Athens for anything, Spring Hill Suites by Marriott is the place to be. They'll take care of you, and it is a great place. we got a great crowd here tonight. Yeah. Everybody's fired up. It's our final home game. It's senior night, and uh, glad to see everybody here tonight. Dax, we'll jump back uh, to the phones on the other side. First thing, though. It's that view from the top with Kirby from earlier in the week. Yep, this will be our uh, senior class's uh, last home game, and um, we've got two road games to follow this one up. So it's awesome that it gets to be uh, such a, a nationally recognized game and two top teams in the country, uh, both in pursuit of all their goals and dreams to go out and play. And it's what this uh, college football system creates. Um, you get opportunities for, for games that have a lot of meaning uh, towards the end of the year and certainly stacks up that way uh, for our guys and got a lot of respect for Ole Miss and their team and their program. So it should be a great game. Hey, good morning, Kirby. Um, it, it's been more than three weeks since Brock Bauer's surgery. Uh, is there a chance he'll be ready to play Saturday? Well, I think there's a lot of markers he's got to hit. There's more than just uh, the marker of uh, sheer speed. Uh, one of the first things you look at on this injury is acceleration and deceleration, not GPS speed. Uh, when your decel numbers and your acceleration numbers get closer to what your norm is, because we have a baseline on all these guys, then you feel much more comfortable about it. Um, but you have to, to get to that point. And um, straight line speed is not football, unfortunately. Maybe on kickoff or on something else, but the other areas, you, you got to have that. So he's working towards that, and uh, I, I've never seen a person work as hard uh, as he's worked to, to try to create an opportunity for himself. Continuing on Brock, how do you uh, how do you determine you know if he's ready versus what he's got in the future at stake? I don't think we put the future at stake at, at risk at all. I mean that's a that's a medical decision that uh, you know we've got a, a great staff here. We've got uh, unbelievable doctors, the surgeon who did the surgery. Um, all those things are, are taken into account in terms of that. But they they have check they have boxes you check, and when you check the boxes, then it. He turns back to the player and uh, what their comfort level is, and then it turns to the coaches to what their uh, how effective they can be. Those things have to all be checked off before um, you can even go there. So it's not a it's not a it's not a greater risk of long term career. 
type things. What what it boils down to is can he help us win, and is he comfortable with that, and do we think that he can uh, do the things he has to do to be able to, to help us do it? And he's got to hit those numbers and, and check off those those boxes we talked about with Excel and Decel before that's a decision. Well, what impresses you most about the Ole Miss secondary coach and what kind of challenges they bring? Well, they're really aggressive. Um, they've, they've got really good uh, players and, and, and ball skill guys. I mean, we recruited a couple of those guys, and uh, I think his staff – uh, Golden Staff has done a great job utilizing those guys' talents, and they move those guys around and, and kind of plug in um, places and, and allow them to make plays. How much does this run game kind of compare to what you've seen out of Lane office, offenses in the past, Coach? Well, he, he's 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 morphed too. I mean, he's not the same uh, mindset he was ten, fifteen years ago. He he's changed. He's, he's he was not always a guy that that, that went tempo. He you know, he coached in the NFL, he coached at USC, he coached at Tennessee, he coached at Alabama, he coached a lot of places and and uh, had different run schemes. Um, <clears throat> but since he's had a little more tempo, he's committed to the run and really being physical. He believes in that. And the line of scrimmage is, is, is it's a line of scrimmage league. And, you know, you mistake Ole Miss if you think they're a pass-first team. That's not really what they are. They are they, they're big believers in the run and, and physical, and they have backs to prove it. All right, there's uh, Kirby from earlier in the week. We'll get to the phones in just a moment. Dax, it sounds like trying to maybe read the tea leaves here a little bit. I don't know how much we're going to see Bowers tomorrow, but it sounds like he may get out there. Right. I think that's that's what I was kind of, you know, thinking to myself. You know, it, you know, can he get out there? Probably so. Can he contribute like, he's, like he has been? Maybe not, you know. Um, but he's a threat to do something uh, tomorrow if he gets in there and uh, what a you know what a the crowd's going to get crazy amazing turnaround um, if he if he does go out there and play like it's normal you know well the reports were that he's been <laughs> running over 20 miles an hour already yeah. I mean how guys, fast when's the last time you ran 20 miles per hour oh my god like coming over here <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I was driving the car. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. I, that, that would be never. <laughs> never. But anyway, good stuff there. Uh, Dax, let's uh, let's jump to the phones. We've got uh, we got a couple more minutes before we head to the break. So uh, we're going to go to the phones right now. And we've got Tim calling us from Rutledge. Tim, I'm sure, runs 20 miles an hour every day. Tim, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Not 20 miles an hour, but I do try to get in my 10,000 steps every day. There you go. Uh, I hear you. Hey, Dax and Dave. Good, good hey. to hear you all. Hope you all doing well. Yes, um, sir. I've uh, I've observed uh, a, these, a lot of these SEC quarterbacks really making a significant improvement from year one starting to year two. Uh, Jaden Daniels, Brady, Brady Cook. Taylor Milrose, Spencer Rattler, and Jackson Dart. So, uh, I think that makes uh, what Carson Beck has done even more impressive because he's right up there at the top uh, of all the uh, statistical categories, even though he's only in his in his first year. Uh, I watched Ole Miss last week. I was very impressed with their offense. They've got uh, great receivers, uh, running backs, um, dual threat threat quarterback they did remind me uh, somewhat of Missouri except I do think that they uh, utilize their tight end 
more than Missouri does. I think uh, one of the best strategies might be uh, just to try to keep their offense uh, standing on the sideline as much as possible. Um, but one thing I did see last week that I was very pleased about was they had a very tough physical four-quarter game just like Georgia did. Uh, I was hoping that the guy would make the field goal and they'd go into about six overtime. Yeah. But at least at least they had a tough four-quarter, I mean, down to the last play game, you know. Uh, so I'm hoping and I believe that, that Georgia's depth uh, might uh, be the difference in this game, uh, especially along the lines of scrimmage. And I appreciate y'all letting me call and go dogs. Tim, go dogs. You're always welcome to call. Thank you very much. And I love that area where you live over in Rutledge. Great, great area. And uh, Dax, a lot of good points there made by Tim. Yeah. I mean, he's got it. He's kind of got it. I think one of the good points he makes is the fact that they were in a they were in a uh, a tough tough game with they, Texas A and M. Yeah, and A and M's been up and down. Um, you know, we they've they've touted their their line defensive line to be really strong, but they ch- they just haven't been able to put anything together to, to you know to have wins. Um, just like I, I go back to what Kirby said. You know, they Ole Miss is definitely a run first team. They like to they like to mix things up with the run, and they've been able to get downhill with the run quick. So, you know, it's like we always say. You know, the run you know run first opens up the pass, and if you got the the dudes on the edge and out there running the running the routes, then uh, usually Carson Beck can get it to him, but so can Jackson Dart. And I think he'll take advantage of those three receivers. I think he'll get, you know, all of them, give all of them uh, multiple opportunities. They are giving up 23 points per game, seventh in the SEC, but don't be quite misled by that, at least to the sense that they are also a plus eight in turnovers. And the Rebs are second in the SEC with 31 sacks. So they do a very good job of the uh, the chaos factor there. we got to take a quick break. Thanks again to Tim Rutledge calling us. We'll jump back to the phones when we come back. The Dogs and Ole Miss tomorrow, 7 o'clock kickoff. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens.